It's Monday the 27th of January and this is the Monocle Minute. Today, how a media partnership is helping save a threatened language in Canada. We get all the details from our team in Toronto. Then, Monocle's contributing editor, Andrew Muller, looks ahead to the Brexit deadline this week. Get Brexit Done will be recalled forever as a masterpiece of political copywriting, a brisk, straightforward pledge of decisive action. I'm Carlotta Rebello in London. The Monocle Minute starts now. A new clever media partnership in Canada will help preserve a rare language used by the country's Métis population. Monocle's Will Kitchens in our Toronto bureau has been following this story and he joins us now. Will, let's just start by explaining this language. What is Métis? So Métis is the language of the Métis population in Canada. Uh, And for a bit more context, the Métis are people that belong to cultural communities that trace their ancestry to both a mix and a combination of First Nations and early European settlers. And they're one of the recognized indigenous groups within Canada. The language itself, Michif, is also a combination of both Cree and French, but it's also considered to be under threat. According to the latest census data from Stats Canada, about only 640 people consider it to be their first or second language. Then what is the future of Mitchif program then? So this is a partnership and a program that is between the Métis Nation and Saskatchewan, which is the body that represents the Métis population within that province, and Canadian Geographic, which is a magazine published by the Royal Canadian Geographical Society. And the partnership is designed to preserve and grow the Mitchif language. And Canadian Geographic plans to do that through a few avenues. One, they're developing an hour-long documentary. There's going to be a feature magazine story on the language. But they're also doing things like developing a free summer camp to teach the language to Métis youth. And they're also using sort of a lot of the different educational tools that they have to help to develop training programs for teachers to teach the language. Then things like Canadian Geographic social media platforms will feature something like the Michif Word of the Day. And the partnership will also see the Métis Nation in Saskatchewan develop a Michif Language Speakers Bureau, which while at this time seems a little undefined, but it is going to be a, a body to promote and teach the language. And their website will also feature a conversation tool, which will allow people to sort of practice and learn the language online. I'm quite curious then, and kind of to put this in perspective for our global audience, is this a language that, you know, the average Canadian is aware it exists or is Unless you're familiar with the region and with the particularities of it, there might be people around that don't even know this is spoken in their own country. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't know. A a significant chunk of the Métis population is more in the center of the country in areas like Saskatchewan and in the Prairie provinces. Uh, So I think it would be less known sort of on the eastern edges of of the country. But yeah, so one of the things that they're doing about this, or one of the things that they're hoping to achieve is really also creating awareness throughout the country that this is something that exists and that this is something that is hugely important and is deserving of preservation. Will Kitchens there in Toronto. Thank you very much. Up next, Monocle's Andrew Muller has something to say about the impending Brexit deadline. By this time next week, the United Kingdom will have formally excused itself from the European Union. This feat will be trumpeted by UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson as delivery on the promise which got him re-elected in December to get Brexit done. 
Get Brexit Done will be recalled forever as a masterpiece of political copywriting, a brisk, straightforward pledge of decisive action. It is also, however, an illustration of H.L. Mencken's immortal dictum that there is always a well-known solution to every human problem, neat, plausible and wrong. As the next weeks and months and possibly years and decades are about to demonstrate, Boris Johnson has not got Brexit anywhere actually close to done. Ahead lies the infernally complex task of negotiating Britain's new trading relationship with the world, and with it perhaps the dawning of a realisation among Brexit cheerleaders and voters who trusted Johnson to get it done that the anticipated serene ascent to the sunlit uplands might be more akin to climbing the Matterhorn in a scuba outfit. Since the referendum of June 2016, Brexit advocates have seethed and bristled at those who they accused of thwarting them. As of right now, they are out of excuses. For whatever difficulties and drawbacks await, they no longer have reason to blame anybody but themselves. They will, though, of course. For Monocle24, I'm Andrew Muller. My thanks to Andrew Muller. Elsewhere on today's agenda. Today's Australia Day holiday will provide only temporary respite for under-fire Prime Minister Scott Morrison. After admitting regret for going on holiday during some of Australia's worst wildfires, the climate change sceptic is now facing criticism over his environmental policies from inside his own party. Morrison has rejected claims of any splits between him and his cabinet, but there is no denying his plummeting personal popularity with the voting public that only recently handed his Liberal-led coalition a surprise election victory. One of his ministers is also facing calls to resign over an election-related scandal involving cash from a sports grant program being spent in key marginal seats. The heat will be turned up on Morrison when Parliament returns next month for the opening session of the new year. On Tuesday, Donald Trump will welcome Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his rival Benny Gantz to the White House. If Trump's goal was to mediate Israel's domestic political crisis, then this might be a good look. Instead, he intends to release his administration's plan for Middle East peace ahead of the meeting. For such peace to have any hope of being lasting, it requires the assent of another party, the Palestinians, but they have not been invited. That makes it all the more likely that Trump's peace deal will either be dead on arrival or is meant purely for Israeli consumption. This might suit Netanyahu, but it seems particularly short-sighted for the more liberal-minded Gantz to go along with such a one-sided show. As a former military man, he knows all too well the consequences of yet another failed attempt at lasting peace. The art of diplomacy at least requires getting the right people around the table. Founded in 1970, ISPO Munich is among the world's largest sports fashion and business trade shows. Celebrating its 40th year, it has gotten this far by keeping a close eye on future trends and this year has put the topic of sustainability front and centre. 
Running until Wednesday, the event is expected to receive some 80,000 visitors from 120 countries who can link up with manufacturers and suppliers such as the North Face, Adidas and some 2,800 other exhibitors displaying the newest sports equipment and offering the latest industry insights. A debate on co-creating for future takes a look at the challenges the textile industry faces at 1pm today or the VOD upcycling workshop that runs all day on Tuesday. But don't feel obliged to stay for all of it. Pop in to the Scandinavian bar for a fika, coffee break between 3 and 4pm. Read more about today's stories by subscribing to our daily email bulletin at our website, that is monocle.com. I'm Carlotta Rabello. The Monocle Minute returns on Tuesday. Music